up, everybody? Holy smokes, folks. It is podcast number 17. 17. If you can believe that. Dude. If you can believe it, I can't I can't believe it. Oh, but I didn't think we'd get this far. Here we are. Yeah. When we uh when we initially brainstormed this thing, do you ever thought we'd get this far? <laughs> Fuck no. He's in That's a great start. Hi, folks. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I had to shut my door, so I'm mm. bugging my roommates and all that. Gotcha, gotcha. But... Well, shoot, dude. 17, the same year I was when I lost my... Never mind. Um, when I got my driver's license is what I meant to say. Yeah, we all know the other one's a lie. <laughs> is it, though? Yes, it is, because you don't, I was you don't know that. You don't know that for sure. I do. We've, no, had, we've had many a conversations. <laughs> many, hey, I could have been lying. Many, I could have been. I could have been BSing. Could have been boinking. <laughs> uh, I'll just say <laughs> who you were before you met Jones and Pounders and Jeff and Hunt and I. Yeah, to who I you was, are now. I, oh God, who I am now is a far cry. An entirely different person. Y'all took me halfway to hell is what y'all did. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't swear. I was you on the straight and narrow. Yeah. I mean, it's your fault. Yeah. No, I didn't. Or... I didn't drink at all, actually. Um, yeah, my first beer was when we when when we were that that when we were in tech school, and we went out. That was your first that, beer. We gave you your first beer, and it was a Leinen Kugel Summer Shandy. I will never forget hey, it. That's a pretty good first beer. It My was first beer was a. No, I lied. I lied. My first beer was right before I shipped off. I was still twenty-one. I went out to a restaurant with my uncle, who I was working with, and a couple of the other guys that we were working with, and I asked them what they thought a good first beer would be, and I can't remember what it was. I remember not liking it. Uh, and then, and then, well, in the back of my mind, I thought, okay, maybe it's an acquired taste or maybe this one was just shit. I don't know. Yeah. But shortly after that, I ship off to basic and then I go to tech school and then I go start going out with you guys and you introduced me to line and Kugels. And that was the first beer I drank that I actually liked. And then it all went downhill from there. And here we are beers later. I will tell you a new favorite of mine is this baby right here. The bush, dude. I always yeah. make fun of people for drinking Bush Light, um, because it's like it's the redneck beer. Like this is redneck shit. Anything it that comes in a mo- camo case, it's the. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't lying. But it is the most popular beer by sales in Iowa, where I'm from. Really, Iowa Iowans drink more Bush Light than any other beer. I think, I think Michigan's probably Miller. If I was a betting man, but that's because. Um, yeah. The Tigers are yeah, right. The right. Wings are sponsored by Miller Lite. But... Well, I mean, well, in down here in St. Louis, next to where I'm at, it Bush Stadium, right? Like we literally have oh, a Bush plant there. So, anyway, anyway, so what have we got on the agenda for today? So today, Woo. I think we'll uh, go a little bit shorter, not much. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll go through and explain these ones this week. Hit it. Um, Not to a... mention what our theme is for the for this week. Yes, which has to do with smells. So the entire thing oh. will be based off of 
sensory senses. Yep. Old, old senses. The old nostril. Um, but we'll do a, what makes me think of here in a second to get our brain working because mine's mush today, like usual. Mm. A top five best smells that we both have. Yes. Uh, we're not going to do Hero of the Week this week. Uh, like I said, we're going to try to make this one a little shorter so Leary can, can pop out and go to bed before you know, mm. fucking 1 a.m. tomorrow. Um, right. I have he'll class do in a, the morning. He'll do a This Day in History. Just one day this time. A couple yep. hot takes. We'll do a Don't Get Me Started, which is our flagship um, game, <laughs> if if I do say so, and probably our favorite. And we'll explain that once we get there. We'll hit a debate this, where we'll debate uh, the worst smells. Um, not necessarily this be, analytical yeah, based. This will be this, opinionated. This is the first time we haven't debated the best of or our favorite of. This is the first time we've gone the opposite direction, and we're talking about our worst experience with something. Yes. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be very much opinion-based, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stories that go along with uh And maybe a little these, more comedy but... than usual, but uh, then we'll do it after yeah. loose. We'll, we'll get rid of uh, our... Our podcast viewers, before we go into your laugh, you lose, we'll say bye and everything. Before we do uh, and go into this, I'll remind you at the end, and I'll remind you right now, go listen to us on Spotify. Go listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts now. Uh, we Deezer, are now there. Uh, every, like, we're on like 14 different po- platforms. So just go find a platform. We're on there. Whichever, if, one's your, whichever one's your favorite, we got you. If we're not, email us at doublefeedpodcast Ooh, yeah. at gmail.com. This is where you can email us uh, the platforms we're not on, so we can go ahead and get those on there so you can listen to them. We can, uh, you can email us, don't get me started topics, debate this topics, uh, overarching topics for the entire podcast you want to see us uh, struggle through. Themes, yeah, if you want to give us a theme for the episode. Because, yeah, so the themes thing is something we started doing, what, about three or four podcasts ago? And Mm -hmm. we liked the way it structured it so much. We unintentionally did it prior to that. Very much. It was, <laughs> but yeah, we, it started, it started with the one episode that we didn't record. It did. With the, yeah, uh, it started with, uh, we had a, we had a podcast that we recorded for road trips. that was purely visual. There was no audio recording whatsoever. We screwed that one up big time and it was road trip based. Yep. So our debate was our favorite, was it favorite roadside or road, road trip destination? And yes. then our top five was our favorite road trip snacks. Now we will eventually get around to revisiting. Yes. Um, just like the, that one. The other but, one we didn't record because our music one will eventually. Yeah, that was our very first it. one. Yeah. So if you think about it, technically this is episode nineteen instead of episode seventeen. But been going I know we since... make we make that joke pretty consistently. I think but since it does last October. I yeah. think we it was the beginning. Oh, maybe last September. It was. We had a few episodes before Thanksgiving. It was the beginning of October then, or the end of September that we started. No, it was the oh, it was the beginning of September that we started doing this. Okay, um, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. several years of planning. After several years of planning. <laughs> and I think us doing it now is yeah. probably better because it's, it's not a structured podcast, but it has segments and it is somewhat structured. We somewhat see- structured, yeah. But the themes that we've introduced recently have kind of given us a little bit more structure yes and uh i think that's going to be something we stick with so um but yeah so our top five our hot takes our don't get me started and our debate will all follow 
the theme of the week, right, which, like yes. Jones mentioned, this week is smells. So our top five is going to take us all down memory lane, smelling some nice things, and then our debate this, we're going to we're gonna delve into the underbellies of literally the olfactory senses. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go into that, though, um, what's been up with you? Past well, actually, you know what? Good news. Great news, even. Um, a couple days ago, I finally got my test results back for Crime Scene Hallway. Nice. I passed. Nice. I passed my big 10-hour exam. It only took me four and a half hours, but who's counting? Nice. Um, no, I was cruising. No, like, I got done with it, and I thought, wait, this felt too easy. Like, I started second-guessing myself oh, and kind of getting a little... Well, because it was like... We were we're expected to spend ten hours doing this, and I got it done in less than half the time. Like anybody with any reasonable amount of sense or experience would be like, "Y'all fucked up on something." Yes, you skipped some steps. <laughs> you <That's>... I skipped <laughs> something. Yeah, right. But no, I turned in all the work. the The uh, instructor thumbed through because I had to. I had to hand in two forms, two sketches. And like 10 pages of notes, right? So they flipped through it, made sure everything was there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all right, yeah, you hit everything. Now it's just a matter of us digging through and making sure like the notes match the sketches, making sure, you know, everything's. It took them three days. It took them three days plus a weekend to grade everything. That's how in depth they go with this shit. Damn. Because for example, for example. If I take a measurement, right, and I draw that measurement on my sketch, mm -hmm. but I don't record it in my notes, that's a mistake. Interesting. Yeah. The notes and the sketches and all the information that they share have to match perfectly. It is that detail-oriented. Hmm. Yeah. That's very interesting. So... So, like I said, it took them quite a few days to um, to grade it all, and they gave us the results just a couple days ago. Um, there were only two people in the class of 29 that failed, and they only they each only failed one of the 12 phases. So they only had to redo is, one of the 12 phases? Technically, no. They have to redo three phases. One is the one that they failed on. And the other two are chosen at random by the instructor. Oh, you're just hoping it's yeah. your favorite phrase, phases. <laughs> at that point, you're like, yeah, you, oh, you pray it's not. You pray it's not phase four. Yeah, where you have to physically and painfully describe everything in the room. You have to describe the floor, walls, the ceiling, all the furniture, all the evidence mm -hmm. in painstaking detail. But. Um, as far as I know, they have already retested and I'm pretty sure they, they all, no, 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 they, uh, they retest tomorrow, actually. Uh, most, so, people, most people repass their, their refund. They will. Pass the refund. Yeah. So. Yeah. And considering they already know what they screwed up on, you know, they, they did some, they mm -hmm. did an hour of retraining yesterday or yesterday, Friday. Mm -hmm. So, um, the one thing, but yeah, so we're right now we're digging into, we're really hitting the ground running with interviews and interrogation, and we're going to be doing this for like the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's this one's this one's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. The the one that but I'm excited for it does very well. Uh, they do actually a lot of stuff well, in my opinion. 
But one thing they do extremely well is um, they're testing and they're teaching. Mm. The, the military, think about this, infe- investigations, generally speaking, are going to go to six-month academy, right? If you're going to FLETC or anything like that for an investigative right. job. You're going to go to six-month academy. How long have you been there? Or how long is one? Like three months? Two. Two months. So it's it's a third of the time to learn these techniques. Um, now you guys aren't firing and doing that other stuff, but no, no, no. This is this is very much investigations one hundred and one. Yes, right. But the... so it's it's baseline, very Correct. much baseline. But baseline everything, like in the civilian sector, anything. If you go to a baseline school for anything, and then you go to a school for the military, and you learn the same exact thing, you're gonna spend less time doing it, and you're gonna learn it faster, uh, probably mm-hmm. learn it better, and the testing on it is. Like they test you, the way they test you actually shows your knowledge. If that makes right. sense. So, like Practical when I was an examination, when I was an instructor, right. right? So when I was an instructor, we had sixty-seven classes in like two and a half weeks. We had to do with the with the new people. Mm-hmm. Um, so sixty-seven classes. I mean, it's a lot of fucking classes in two and a half weeks. Right? It's eight hours a day, whatever. Um. But everyone would pass these tests. Your goal is, like college, their goal is not to help you pass the test. Their goal is to get you in there, to get your money. Right, right. The military's goal is to be like, I put this much money into you. You are going to fucking pass this test. Darn right. And you, you know what I'm saying? And because <laughs> they, go in with choice. That, they go in with that mindset, um, I think it sets their people up uh, way better. And when you get out of the military, I'll tell you from experience, uh, when mm-hmm. you got to act duty, you learn so much faster than everyone around you. I, like, I learn stuff, and you can you can deduce things a lot faster, and everything you just do faster than everybody else. Um, yeah, they do a really good job of balancing information that they have to throw at you because they have to give you this information, right? Yes. They do. You balance that with practical application. Mm-hmm. And really, that's w- what it boils down to is like, all right, how do I give you the information that you need to know? But then how do we turn around and teach you how to use the information? And in that somewhere right in between that process is where the retention really happens. And then right? g- generally speaking, it's for the most part, not always. But the instructors that are there have some kind of experience. Oh, yeah. Um generally speaking um like when i was a the training instructor in turkey when it came to like the security side of what we were doing right because mm-hmm. it came from minot yeah I you had that down pat everything that there was to know about that specific stuff of security when we hired uh when i hired my instruct my my troops my instructors in i had one that did tactics um for trf right and i had one that was the law enforcement guy so you're learning from someone who did law enforcement for four fucking yep. years before you got there. You're learning someone who did only tactics for that long. And you're doing learning some from someone who did uh only not only, but a majority wise is overseeing a specialized uh, security. In. So right. when you went to go learn those sixty seven classes, it's like learning um all that. Now now something I'll say, and I'll tell this to every single person in the world. Um, especially if you're in the military or a veteran, 
because you can do it online, go to National University. I'm mm. this is my fourth college. Um and it's by far the best college I've ever gone to because of that fact that everyone there has experience in their field. They don't care about the bullshit. They don't care about the fucking red. There's no red tape. It's a private university. They teach you what you need to know about, about uh, the subject you need to know it about. Mm-hmm. And they give you real world experience on it. Um, and it's, it's amazing. I just finished up. I procrastinated for a couple of weeks. So this week was me <laughs> uh, catching, catching up, up on like yeah. three weeks worth of work. So I wasn't around a Ooh. whole lot, but uh, I wrote two papers yesterday. Oh um, yeah, yeah. We'll talk off camera about. Yeah, you had a much you had a much more productive Saturday than I did. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wrote two papers. Finished criminal intelligence. What there a you go. what a cool class, dude. Um, I should be starting uh, my master's class next month or tomorrow. So okay. my first first of my master's classes for the prep program uh, or the transition program. Heck yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Other Be ready that, for your caseload to shoot through the roof. I know. Well, good thing. The good thing is I'm a full-time student because um, that GI Bill pays you good. <laughs> GI <laughs> um, I looked into, and that I think I'm going to go to, I uh, sent a request in. Um, I'll have to send you the shit. Sorry, I'm trying to open. My mouse ain't working. Um, I'll send your, mouse, you the... your mouse passed out just like you did, huh? <laughs> Yeah. So if everyone wants to, if anyone wants to look it up, Pacific West Academy, they take the GI Bill, right? Um, but they are a like a protective service academy, so doing like personal hmm. protection, uh, executive protection, stuff like that. It's like Green Berets, Navy Seals, a couple like a Navy, uh, some Israeli Navy Seals, um, as a Israeli Secret Service guy. A CIA guy, something like that. They made this school, so you go do that, and I think it's like, like a month and a half long. Um, hmm. In November, Ooh. I put a request in. Oh, to go. I thought you were saying the course takes place in November. I'm like, damn, no well, matter the... where you live, that's a shit month. <laughs> yeah, there's one in November, but uh, I put a request in to the school to go do that for about five weeks. Where is the school? Um, so I believe there's one in San Diego and there's one in like mm-hmm. North LA. Oh, okay. So, so San Diego in November won't be that bad. No, neither will North LA on it. I mean, it'll probably be in the 45, 50, but, um, maybe sixties, but, um, that's perfect. The, the tuition and every, like the whole school includes travel, lodging, everything. So if I went to the one in LA, bring bubble with me, put him up in a hotel, um, and then go do this executive protection for, and then get a job doing that. Hopefully, executive protection while I'm waiting for the FBI to get back to me. Hopefully, hell or yeah, wherever I apply for. That's good shit. Yeah, you've been busy, my guy. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Got a... Yeah. What is that? So you got a a massively increasing caseload coming up. What does that make you think of? Oh, it makes me think of. I need my brain to work a little bit better. so we should probably get into this word game if you want to explain it Mm. yeah so makes me think of is a um a free train of thought kind of a word association but not really it's a stream of consciousness 
first thing that pops into your head kind of thing based on a prompt. So in this case, if I prompt Jones with schoolwork, he will say schoolwork makes me think of this, which makes me think of this, which makes me think of this. Right. Mm -hmm. Three things. His third thing is my prompt. I will take that and say that makes me think of this, this and this. Right. And we'll go back and forth a couple of times. Elicit a laugh or two. Get our brain juices flowing. Help Mm -hmm. me process some of this beer I'm drinking. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, Jonesy, you went first last time. So why don't you go ahead and give me a prompt? Movies. Movies. Uh, Movies makes me think of uh, the theater. Theater makes me think of musical theater. Musical theater makes me think of singing. Singing makes me think of the car or a car, Mm -hmm. um, which makes me think of Spotify, which makes me think of rock music. Rock. All right. Rock music makes me think of, I don't know why Boston was the first band that popped into my head. (laughs) Rock music makes me think of Boston. Boston makes me think of the Red Sox. Red Sox makes me think of baseball. And baseball makes me think of the Tigers. The Mm. Tigers make me think of being more than mediocre. Um, Better than mediocre. They're halfway (laughs) decent this year. Um, And being better than mediocre uh, makes me think of the military. Ah, yeah. All right. So the military makes me think of uh, guns. Which makes me think of ammo, which makes me think of um, money. Okay. Money makes me think of work. Work makes me think of um, time. Time makes me think of money. Wow. Okay. I'll put a full circle for you. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's really helpful. All right. Money makes me think of uh wealth. Wealth makes me think of toys, and toys make me think of uh really expensive guns. Mm, really expensive guns makes me think of. Hmm. You're thinking a little too hard. First thing that comes to your mind. There wasn't anything. (laughs) (laughs) Really expensive guns make me think of ammo. We're real inspired on this one. Ammo makes me think of gunpowder. And gunpowder makes me think of that smell you Uh get when you fire a weapon. There's the segue. There it is. Which goes into our... I was trying to find a way to bring it back around. It was hard. I I couldn't figure it out. Well done, good sir. Well done. All right. So the uh, the first topic or the first segment that fits into our theme is our top five. So uh, as usual, we'll count from the bottom up. Uh, Jones, would you like to start? You know what? I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll start because you started with the. Uh, ooh, yeah, you started makes me think of. So, all right. So I'll start my number one or my number five pick is uh breakfast at grandma's house 
All right. I need to paint a picture with this one. Uh, think old school gas grill from like time immemorial mm. <laughs> mixed with cast iron skillet mixed with homemade pancakes, uh, sizzling bacon and homemade maple syrup mm. and, and coffee and coffee that that lingering smell of coffee all wrapped around a brick kitchen hardwood floors brick that was kitchen. built that was built in the civil war oh, really i really I, I i have to paint that whole picture because the ambiance there is about half of it i think and i think that that most so, people would probably say like breakfast in the morning is probably one of their favorite uh, smells at least the top 10 my right, so number I, five i had to include coffee in there somewhere so i wrapped it into the ambiance of grandma's house because it's it's a very distinct scent it is that unfortunately i will never smell again because um that kitchen has been renovated ah mine you can go to any local park and uh Oh, yeah, dude. Go camping and do a camp. Now, I will say, the day after smell, terrible. Um, when you wake up yeah. smelling like campfire. But that, like, <laughs> you can, like, it's hard to explain, but you can smell the popping of the fucking fire. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, no, it's a thing. It is really a thing. Oh, and especially man. if you're burning the right wood. And you can, it's a different smell based on what wood you burn. Yeah. So exactly. if you go, the best ones are when you're in the woods, uh, and you probably bring some firewood with you, maybe. Um, but we generally didn't. We would go in the woods, and we would just find down trees or yep. uh, broken stumps or whatever. Whatever's natural for the area. Sticks, and we would bring whatever's natural for the area and burn those. Man, I had so many good times camping, dude. I I miss camping. Yeah, you do more. I of hear it. you. Alrighty, so um, my number four is select candles right so the, i'm a candle guy yeah and brand? i no not walmart brand but um the, i have to there are so many good ones that i've used over the years that i can't really like i can't list them all right yeah There's that no list be. big enough that would take out my whole list. So candles. So I'm 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 grouping them all together. Certain ones, like okay. for example, my apartment has one that's called Leather and Embers, which right now is the greatest candle I've ever smelled. Um, that was fantastic. But there are other ones I've used in the past, like Humidor. That one's fantastic. Fireside, uh, wood smoke. I've done warm rustic woods. I like any of the whiskey that's ones. Uh, oh yeah the ones from torched yeah uh the black forest lager yeah so any of those that um kind of incorporate a wood slash tobacco slash leather slash you know beer kind of i will say they all smell so good that i need to acknowledge them but i'm gonna group them all together when we first moved in the apartment because i don't think we could have them in the dorms um correct when we first moved in the apartment, you had candles. Yep. And I thought they were kind of gay. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, But you bought, like, like good, like, manly smelling candles. I didn't think there was such a thing, honestly. Yep. And so you did that, and I was like, like, mahogany and fucking, like, cigar. And you're like, that's a smell? 
And there, the one I, I that love I me some candles. Do you remember the one I had in the bathroom? The bathroom that we shared in the it was second a dark apartment. One. Yeah. It was called Warm Rustic Woods. Yes, that yeah. one. That one was fantastic. It was. I love that one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my number four. Is fresh oh shit! I forget about that. But it's in oh. the the big one is like that morning yeah. after, or the uh, fresh cut grass in the morning when there's like that, um, like the, the dew on the grass and everything. Oh, dude, I love fresh cut grass. See, so for me, much. it's it's got to be the afternoon of dry, dry. I I like yeah. I'll go mow my lawn, and I'll get done mowing my lawn and like. Yeah, right after that, later in the afternoon, when this the scent is kind of still just lingering. You right, know the, the one good. Th- I I hate housing communities. I think they're uh, Tommy communities personally, because um, they have HOAs in them, which are many <laughs> Chinese communist yes. collectives. Um, Errands with power. Yes, but everyone gets their grass cut or cuts their grass around the same like two days generally. Yes. So you'll come through the community and it just all smells like fresh cut grass. And it is awesome. I love it. And you pair that with a good looking lawn. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Primo, baby. Primo. All right. So speaking of being cut, um, this one's kind of a twofer because they're, they're very similar, but okay. separate enough. I did fresh cut timber slash wood paneling. So that smell when you cut down a tree, right? And you're sawing it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Or just sawing wood in general. Right. However, you get cedar panels that you put up like as interior siding in a house. Mm -hmm. That's the best. That's one of the best smells ever, dude. It's, you know, I used to chop like a fuckload of wood um, when we lived in in Michigan because we had a wood oven. Uh, and that was our source of heat for the winter. Oh, so we yeah. would get corded wood, and even when it was cold as shit outside, you could smell like when they would deliver that corded wood in, and you could smell mm-hmm. it. And then you chop even when you're chopping the wood, like man, I... yeah, fresh cut wood's the shit, man. I have even gone as far as pick up chunks of wood and you know, yeah, smell it because it's so good, especially if you get some oak or some cedar. Right, it brings it back to one nature, of those man. really amazing fragrant woods. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. For me, number three, we got. Can you imagine what this is going to be? Cooked fish. I don't know. Bacon. Cooked yeah. bacon. And last last <laughs> week I explained the the story about my grandpa's house and his yep. house always smelled like cooked bacon, but going along with that that breakfast smell. Um, some yeah. fresh cooked fucking bacon, dude, or just pork in general, really, like a ham yeah. or something. But bacon specifically, bacon specifically. There's something about the smell of bacon. I can't deny it. No, and it's you like com- a cloud. You combine that, yeah. <laughs> it's like a- you combine that with coffee and maybe some sort of um, you know, like a ba- uh pancakes or waffles mm-hmm. or something like that. You combine all of those together, mm-hmm. you get. My number five pick, yes. right? There's something about cooked right. breakfast foods. Let me yeah. just put it that way. Yeah, something about it. Yeah. What do you got, number two? Hell, I don't know why the hell I didn't mention coffee. Shit. 
I don't drink coffee, but I love the smell of coffee. Uh, all right, so my number two is balsam fir, also known as your Christmas tree. Oh. B-A-L-S-A-M. Balsam fir, specifically. Tree, all right. That's what everyone's yeah. going to know it as. <laughs> the smell of your Douglas fir or your balsam fir or any kind of Christmas tree, there's, there's a nostalgia associated with smells. But then you also pair the nostalgia around a holiday. It's just that much more pronounced, right? And it's that much more, it's that much more of a memory, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's why it's uh, it's my number two. I agree. I I think Christmas trees are, like you said, the nostalgia of it is great. Or like a like a, you walk up to a pine tree in the in the wilderness and it's it's awesome e- too. Even then, yeah. You kind of mentioned my second one earlier, and I am an avid coffee drinker. Yes. Um, yeah. The smell of fresh brewed coffee is right up there. I think I think you would have a hard time finding any red-blooded American who... At least in, like, the doesn't, smell. Yeah, who, has, who doesn't have the smell of coffee somewhere in a top five or a top ten list. Yeah, because you could even not, like, drinking coffee... But if you get yourself like a nice dark roast or like there's this this coffee I used to do at work. Um, I'll buy random fucking coffees, honestly, but some <laughs> fresh Folgers, dude. Just yeah. baseline cheap ass Folgers. Put that bitch mm-hmm. in a coffee pot sitting there at work and you can smell it for a while, honestly. And I, I love you can smell it from down the hall. Yeah, I love myself so, some fresh coffee. My mom. My mom did not start drinking coffee till she was in her mid forties. Mm-hmm. Right, interesting story. So that means there's still hope for me. That's interesting that she um, didn't do that. But, and was a nurse, right? But she made a pot every morning for dad. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason was she she loved dad. Right, she wanted to help him out with his morning routine, but. She specifically said that another big reason why she did it was because she just loved the smell. And she loved her kitchen and her house to smell like coffee first thing in the morning. And that might partially be where I get it from. Because mm-hmm. I always loved that smell as well. It's such you a know, good smell. something about it. I remember hunting. Um, we'd go out on uh, hunting for the day or whatever. We would mm-hmm. get big old... Um, like those Coleman thermals. Yeah, the big old thermoses. Yeah. Yeah. And the one would, where the screw on lid doubles as the cup. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we would get those. Um and when you bring it out and you're hunting, you're sitting there cold as fuck, right? And mm-hmm. you open it and you couldn't have smelled because in the thermos it's airtight. You couldn't smell the coffee. Yeah. You open that and just smell that that bitch open. Hot coffee. It gives you hope for a couple more hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You drink it and you feel the warmth go straight down into your your stomach. All the way. You can feel it from your mouth all the way down uh, to your stomach. And then it'll warm out. And you're like, it radiates from there. Yeah. What about number one for you? All right. So number one, this is another one of those conceptual things. Kind of like breakfast at grandma's. All right. This is called Fall Morning on the Farm. I love the smell of fall. Yeah. There is something about you combine grass with leaves Mm -hmm. with 
the natural wood smell of an old house with just the smell of fresh country air, you know, morning pre-dawn. There's, there is a distinct smell to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm having a hard time putting words to it, which is unusual for me. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine a more peaceful, serene, calming smell. There isn't that first, like it's you, one of those things that you fall. can't describe. You can't describe it. You have to experience it. And those yes. people who have experienced it all know exactly what I'm and talking about. And you're only about. really experiencing that. I would say in the Midwest. Um, I think so. I think there's part that, of it really is Midwest. That hint of a cold sweep coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not cold, but it's a little chilly. The leaves are are turning color. Um, like you said, you're on a farm. Like mm-hmm. that's a it's a Midwest. So there's a, there's thing. a lot of there's a lot of other other natural smells out there too. A little a little hint of woods uh, woods. Jesus, what's the word? Wood stove. Mm-hmm. A little hint of wood stove in the background. And the promise of a good day ahead, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I love me some fall. You know what I love more than the fall? Oh, it's first okay. Snowfall. That that would have made a good hot take. And what of snow has a scent? Um, <laughs> so there's a Christmas and the crispness in the air, right? When there's first yes. snowfall, or really snowfall in general. Um, and mm-hmm. you come out the next day in the morning. Uh, and there's that crisp smell. It's almost like it's air. too cold to smell anything, but it's mm. there's it's distinct. It's distinct, and it's beautiful. And if you're going out, mm. uh, go out for like a walk or a hike or something. You're, it's it's such a a beautiful smell. I there's no other mm. way for me to ex, to explain it besides like in 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 California and like the coastal cities. You go to the ocean. And you smell the, the ocean. Smell of the ocean, a little bit salty, a little sour, a it's little a, like. Eh. It's a but, it's a distinct thing, right? Because uh-huh. you go to the ocean, it only happens when you go there. The first snowfall and that day after, there's a specific smell, and it's crisp. It's a crisp, mm. beautiful smell, um, and I love it so much. Speaking of that, I should have mentioned, um. The, the winter smell of engine exhaust. Yeah. Because you never you never really smell it any other time other than winter. Mm-hmm. Engine exhaust, especially that of snowblowers. Maybe that's why. I don't I don't know what it is about Yeah, because that's really the only time you ever smell, except like lawnmowers, right? If you get a really crappy lawnmower that blows back on you a bunch, yeah. that's a distinct smell in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But you you put that smell in a cold environment mm-hmm. it, it's maybe yeah. that's why the first snowfall and the cold and everything is my favorite maybe it maybe it takes away a lot of the conflicting smells and mm. just brings certain smells up i don't know what the science is behind it i ain't no scientist but um but yeah there's something about it man i do have a hot take though oh yeah yeah what is your hot take about that my hot take and this is something I fucking hate the taste of too. Um, vinegar <laughs> is maybe my top two most hated smells of all time. Vinegar 
smells like what obesity looks like. <laughs> vinegar 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 is like one of those like old I won't say nuns but kind of you know what I'm saying you see like the, the movies where they're they're walking around they're hitting kids with a with a with a ruler right funny enough I was just watching I was just watching that in 1923 that is the smell of vinegar it's vile it's it's a vile smell if there was like if if the devil popped up behind me Everyone had a smell. Everything. Everyone says he smells like sulfur. I don't think that's the truth. I think he probably smells like fucking vinegar. Um, <laughs> it's it's just it's just vile, dude. It makes me gag every time I, I, I smell it. Let alone taste it. But it definitely tickles my it. nostrils. But yeah, yeah, I love vinegar based things. I hate it. Salad salad dressing. <clears throat> yeah, it smells like pasta salad dressing. It smells like no thanks. That's what it smells like to me. <laughs> well, it's funny because you like my pasta salad. I do, and but I cannot stand the sauce vinegar. Is, the sauce is primarily vinegar. It's a cup yeah. and a half of vinegar and a cup and a half of oil. But it do, but the oil other things. brings it down, and so does the other stuff. The it? oil does balance it out. If you yeah. open a vinegar and you smell that shit. Ugh. it Like I said, it does tickle your nostrils. No, it tickles my soul in the bat like yeah. in the in like the the creepy way and the, yeah the not so good part he it's like like the joe biden part the joe biden way <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> vinegar touches me in all the wrong ways <laughs> all the wrong ways and all the wrong places all yeah. right all right yeah. so my my hot take is you know you're driving down the highway and you can tell that a skunk has died that roadside dead skunk smell. And you think you hit one at that point? My hot take is that smell doesn't smell that bad. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't smell that bad. Like, let's be honest. I thought that that's what weed was for the longest time. <laughs> well, it does smell like some shitty weed. <laughs> I will say. Like, it took me a while to, to discover that there was actually a difference. I remember making the comment one time. Hell, I think I was in college. Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody. He's like, damn, smells like a dead skunk around here. And one of the guys was like, yeah, that's weed. And I said, I'm sorry, what? He goes, yeah, that's definitely weed, dude. Yeah. And I go, ah, well, smells like a skunk to me. It's not but the worst. I don't, the I don't, I kind of no. agree with you. Now, now, I do want to preface that by saying that's the after, after scent of skunk yes the actual thing horrid if you hit a skunk oh dude Burn if you the get car. a if a skunk sprays in your vicinity yeah i have a story i have a story about this one all right back in the missile fields of minot you had to chase all sorts of animals off the launch facility because they're tripping oh, our damn sensors i remember right i remember I will always remember Echo 5, not fondly for this. So I'm working mids, right? It's me. And do you remember Alsup? Yeah. Yeah. I do. So he and I were the art team out there at Echo 5 this particular fall evening. And we got a an alarm at Echo 5. Mm-hmm. And we walked into the FSC office and we could see on the camera, plain as day. A skunk walking right over top of the LSB, 
right? And we're like, fuck, you know? And he's he's just he's pacing back and forth. He's not leaving. So we're not getting resets, right? So we drive out there and we very gently usher this skunk out the main gate, close up the gate, and we leave. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, alarm goes off again. The same damn skunk. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. He can figure out how to get on, but he can't figure out how to get off again. <laughs> yeah. So we went out there again. Very carefully sh- ushered him off the site. This time we were sitting on the access road waiting for resets when this fucker already got back on and re-tripped the alarm. What a fuck. So this time, but this time he decides to take a different route and ends up burrowing himself under the cattle gate on the front side of the actual blast door. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Uh-huh. And there's a bit of a, a hole down there. Mm-hmm. under there that you can crawl into and he was not coming out and this was like maybe one or two in the morning so we had a long you know four four and a half hours ahead of us mm-hmm. and I looked at Allsip he looked at me and said we are not gonna sit out here for four hours waiting for this fucker to decide to come out so we decided our best course of action was to try and kill it in place. <laughs> Obviously, we can't shoot the thing. As easy as that would have been. Sadly. But um, this was early fall, so we were already winter prepping, so every single one of our response vehicles had a pair of shovels in the back seat mm-hmm. or in the bed because we're required to have shovels with us. So we we took this shovel... And decided to try and stab slash bludgeon this thing, who is curled up in the defensive position underneath blast door, essentially. Yep. So Alsip drew the short straw, and he was the one that had to go down there, and he started taking three or four good whacks, and almost instantaneously we were like. Huh? <laughs> This skunk had sprayed. He no no. He had coated the front of the shovel with this thick green ooze, and it smelled so bad. The only thing I can compare it to is burning rubber mixed with burnt garlic bread. For some reason, <laughs> that for some reason there was like this acidic-y garlic sent to it as well Mm -hmm. but we were um we were coughing we were gagging eventually we just we figured out that we killed this thing and uh (laughs) we actually left that shovel we didn't put the shovel back in the (laughs) truck we left it outside the gate Mm -hmm. we drive back to the math we don't even step inside and we're met by our fs the fsc and he goes no strip Y'all ain't bringing these uniforms into this, <laughs> into this place. So yeah. we we stripped down to our shorts. Essentially, I think we ended up burning the uniforms <laughs> there on the grill that or something. Night, <laughs> I th- I think we did. That's but fucking yeah, hilarious. So we had we had to go back to the rooms. We woke up the guys who were sleeping and we changed uniforms. 
because it smelled that bad. We didn't get sprayed directly, but we were close enough and in that mm. vicinity long enough that that stench stayed on us. And then we had to detail the inside of the truck that next morning because Days was pitching a fit. Oh, I would have been pitching a fit, the too. Tr- because the truck stunk. And they have to do a lot more work, generally speaking. So. I mean, it's true. <laughs> We're the ones that got to stay up at the butt crack of dawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. Less bullshit. I... So getting sprayed by a skunk is nasty. The roadside dead skunk smell, not that bad. Yeah, not that bad. That's Especially comparative to that. Well, right. that would make <laughs> us to just not get me started. So yeah, you what, don't dude. get me started about bad smells, man. Oh, uh, actually. <laughs> we skipped uh, history. Did we skip something? Oh shoot, we did. After top five. Oh well. Oh, oh well. We'll no. do it after. We'll after. Don't get me started. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're we're trying to make this a short one anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me no sweat off. Uh, no sweat off my back. Bring up this. You want to explain oh, uh, what's going on here? Yeah. All right. So, don't get me started. Is a a game that we play. We're turning it into an actual card game, but the way this game works is uh, Jones and I are going to give each other a topic. It's going to be a smell-based topic, and I will that we that we will then tell each other you either love it or you hate it, and that person then has to instantly go on a thirty-second rant on all the reasons why they either love or hate that particular topic. Right? Uh, it's it's very straightforward, very simple. Um, usually what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to pick very random, like truly random topics like elevators or Mm -hmm. ice cream or, you know, baseball or something like that. Um, the idea being, um, or at least what we're trying to do with it is we're trying to turn this into a card game. We're in the process of doing this where the way that it'll work is you draw a card that will have the random topic on it and then you'll roll a dice that will either tell you you love it or you hate it, and then you just go for it. it. The idea being is that it's a fun road trip game or mm-hmm. like a stuck at the airport, we got to kill some time game, family friendly, right? You don't have to be very smart to, you know, or very old to play this really. But it's uh, it's a very fun road trip game for sure if you need to kill some time while driving. Uh, but yeah, so um, how much more time do you need, Jones? Um, you're good. All right. So, uh, Jonesy, do you want to go first? Yeah. yeah do, you, do. do you want your love or hate? Give me my love. All righty. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You love uh, beer farts in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into the story after this. Yes, there is a story. So I love beer farts in the car, and here's the reason why. That means the boys and I, we had a great fucking night the night prior. We went out, we did some probably hood rat shit, uh, drank way too many beers. I'll fucking drink to that. Yeah. Um, we're wasting time. And next thing you know, we're driving back from our, our great destination to wherever wherever we live. But those beer farts, that is the... That is the uh, uh, the subsidy of a, which is actually not a good word for this, uh, no. the the byproduct of a yeah a great night. Um, so what if you got to sit in your in your car for 
uh, a few hours and just smell beer farts the whole time and almost puke. At least you had a great time doing it the night before. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. If you ain't fucking living right and drinking beer, then are you really even living? That was one of your better ones, hey. I have to say. Hey. That was pretty good. It's hard to out bullshit the bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was so bad. Oh, dude. That was so bad, dude. So we... And it was all three of us. That was the Mike Stud concert, right? Yeah. Well, one of the two. No, we only went that to one. Only went to one. Yeah. That was all three of us. For eight hours. Taking taking turns. Yeah, eight hours. Eight hours. From Minneapolis back to Minot. <laughs> oh my god. Now, well, your we farts was bad enough as it is by themselves. Yes. Jones has I, gnarly fucking. Oh my god! Those things were. Mine were all noise for the most part. Yes, but y'all's too. Jesus no, Christ! All you would, Something crawled up your ass and died. You would, we'd be sitting there listening, talking to you here. <laughs> That's Jones' laugh, by the way. Other Jones, and then yeah. it would hit you like a wall. <laughs> yeah, and then I would uh, fart. Well, you were the same. You were the same way. You would do the silent but deadly, and you'd just let us experience it. No forewarning. No sorry. At least with Jones, other Jones, we knew it was coming. And I was driving, so the windows weren't down. Yeah, I think at one point you locked the windows because you're an asshole. I think I did. <laughs> oh, that was fun, though. Shit, dude. Yeah, that was a good time. If you're having fun with your friends and family, what's the point of life, man? Just go have fun. Seriously. Life's not that fucking serious. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm Farts gonna... are funny. <laughs> Farts are funny, okay? <laughs> All right, Alaire. You love. Let me give you a choice in this one yet. But you love when someone has egg farts sitting next to you on the plane for the whole ride. What the fuck am I supposed to do with Good this? Good luck. Are you serious? Good luck. This is... I'm three for three right now, dude. God, just, I, just I went bullshit easy it. on you. Just bullshit it. Okay. I have so... a gay sign behind me. Hey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Start it over again. We're thirty. We're already thirty seconds into this. <laughs> Okay. Oh, All right. Ready? So yeah, send it. Oh, All right. Good. So, egg farts on the plane. <laughs> at, at the very least, it's um, it's appetizing, right? It, it makes you want to have eggs, right? It's, at least it's the smell of something. You know what's going on. Um, and if one person has them, multiple people probably have them, right? So. It probably means we all ate the same eggs together on a airplane breakfast, you know, some sort of transatlantic or transcontinental flight or something like that. But yeah, so I love it when uh, the guy is this a fat guy. I'm assuming it's a fat guy next to me. Probably. Probably. All right. So some overweight fat guys got the beer or the beer farts, the egg farts. Can't be any worse than the beer farts, right? And it definitely can't be worse than protein farts. So I'll take it. I can handle that, and I'll dish out my own. And it's a good mask for your parts. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that, dude? You had a How? very good point on <laughs> it's not as bad as protein farts. At least you're not sitting against <laughs> sitting next to a bodybuilder who's uh, the same size as, as that big fat yeah. guy. 
taking up the same amount of room and there's protein farts the whole time. Yeah, that's... God, usually I'm good at this, but what the fuck am I supposed to do with that, dude? You're supposed like... to bullshit. You're just supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to bullshit. Man. I'm supposed to come up with reasons. You can't. There's no possible. Anyway, all right. You ready for your hate? I am. You hate the smell of baking cookies. I do hate the smell of baking cookies. And here's the reason why. Um, Cookies are overrated, dude. Baking cookies, fucking overrated. You ain't got the brownies in there. There's no fucking cake. It's not even, you know. What are you doing? It's cooking them for Santa Claus? Um, We all know. We all know the myths and legends and, and all of that. I'll just tell you right now. Them cookies ain't bringing, bringing Santa Claus home or daddy home. You know. Um, he went for milk a long time ago. He ain't coming back for for those for those cookies. But I I, I do hate the smell of baking cookies because it makes me hungry. I'm a fat man uh, right now, and if I'm out there trying to to diet and everything, and I walk into my parents' house or grandparents' house or or somewhere, and they're baking cookies the whole time, it's gonna send me down a fucking spiral, dude. Just mm. a spiral of eating everything I want all the time, whenever I want, and I can't be doing that. Wow. You're on fire tonight, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm a bullshit king. <laughs> Nobody can out bullshit me. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, what you got for me then? What's my uh I have kind this of is... a a mean. This is my you. hate. Oh great. I'm sorry, man. You hate the smell of candles. Yeah, okay. So uh candles. They always have these really girly, flowery scents, right? And I'm a guy, right? I don't like that. You know, and I'm not gay. Fuck you, Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the smell of candles, it, it's a very feminine thing, right? And I'm not trying to be a feminine person, right? So I don't want my apartment to smell like lavender, li lavender lilacs, and lilies, right? So, uh... Yeah, I don't like them because they're not manly. They're all feminine, and they bring with them the the expectation of feminine femininity. You try saying that one five times in a row. I will not. <laughs> right, but you get where I'm going, right? The the smells bring with it certain expectations, and I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. And I ain't got no vagina, so <laughs> <laughs> all I got's a pussy. <laughs> I love Debussy. <laughs> what do you want? Candles uh, and bussy? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a Bud Light. Yeah, right. There's three things I love in the world: Bud Light, candles, and bussy. <laughs> That's what it smells like to drive a Ford truck. <laughs> 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 oh shit y'all gotta go back and revisit that one from like episode 6 or some shit like that yeah yes you do we should do a oh, what it shit. smells like to build a Ford truck series now no we should definitely not because <laughs> I drive a Ford fuck you hey and it smells like Bud Light Bussy and uh, Candles actually right now it smells like leather because yeah. I got that got that little tree thing that hangs from the rear view right mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, all right. Would you, would you rather? 
Yeah, would I rather? Yeah. <laughs> Jones, would you rather not be able to smell at all or have all smells reversed? All meaning, smells reversed. Meaning something sweet actually smells sour. Something that smells bad smells good. Something that smells good smells bad. So let me go through pros and cons this real quick. So pro, if I lived in L.A., I'd be the happiest person alive because it wouldn't smell like yes. Um, but at the flip side, your on. house, your house would suddenly smell like what San Francisco smells like. Yeah, and that wouldn't be very good for the ladies. Um, bacon wouldn't smell like bacon anymore. Oh, bacon would smell like bacon. Probably smell like vinegar, and vinegar would smell like bacon. Right. Probably be healthier. Um, <laughs> if you live that way, maybe it's probably become a hoarder. I'd rather not be able to smell. Honestly, really, I'd rather you. You would rather not be able to smell anything at all. Also, if there was, if there was ever a sense I couldn't have again, out of your your senses, smell would be mm-hmm. the one that would go. Out of all of them, I couldn't not That'd see. Rough. Um, I couldn't not taste. I couldn't not hear because I like music and stuff, and I couldn't mm-hmm. not feel. Um, because you know, sex and stuff. Um, but smell, I could get rid of and be like. That'd be the one. Hmm. Yeah. I think touch would be mine, actually. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Because you can't feel what you're doing down there, and that would be the worst. But I can see what I'm doing down there. Yeah, the feeling's the thing, though. Anyways. I um... mean, imagine what a person with a prosthetic is feeling. Uh, Anyway, all right, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking about my penis. Um. And that would be rough. Basically, basically a prosthetic. Uh, <laughs> it's big enough. Um, <laughs> All right, what you got for me? Would you rather sniff feet once a day for the rest of your life or smell shit for one whole day once a week for the rest of your life? So every day you wake up, you got to sniff feet every single day of your life. And it's not like, always the same foot. It's it could be wait, a bad so foot. It's it's an actual foot or just the smell of foot. Like I'm smelling a an, slipper or an something. Actual like that. foot. You're sniff an actual sniffing foot. Sniffing toes, dude. Toe, Easy, I do that. Toe I, can, I can get I can I can get my foot close enough to my face. I'll just sniff my own foot every day. You didn't specify it couldn't be my own foot. So I will I would I'll wake up every morning, I'll do my morning stretching, and while I'm there, I'll just lift my foot to my face, take a big old whiff. I shower regularly so my feet don't stink. That's a win-win. You specified more. You should have. She said gross foot. Like athlete's foot every day. Athlete's foot doesn't smell. <laughs> or like. It just burns and itches. No, an athlete's foot. Oh. Or like like restaurant I'm, I'm, foot. When you get. And you work the dish. You work dish the whole night. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can't be worse than. Rucking in Texas. No, it cannot. Take Fucking take combat food off. Rug. Yeah, it's raining. Where and shit. you got where your feet are so sweaty you can wring out your socks. Yeah, your feet scare the snakes mm-hmm. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want to do? Yeah, that's not that bad. Your uh, history, or do you want to go into the, our debate? Let's just go into the debate because I'm getting hungry. All right. And tired. <laughs> so, oh no. This oh no. Oh no. Oh no. First smell. Yeah. 
All right, so this one, how this works, we've done this a lot. Um, it's a regular debate. We'll both open up with a minute uh, opening statement, then we'll go back and forth a little bit, and then we'll do a closing statement. Um, generally speaking, we agree on most things. Uh, mm-hmm. it's politically, for the most part, we agree on basically fucking everything. Um, Apparently, we disagree on food a lot, which food, is why a lot of our <laughs> a lot of our debates have gone that direction food and but, music uh, um we have some yeah. some debates on music we have some debates on food uh so we'll be doing that we do have it's on the back end the devil's advocates uh segment we haven't gotten into yet mm-hmm. we promise you guys we'll get it eventually when when we want yep. to we're still we're still figuring it out but this week um this is going to be kind of a different one because we're going to debate the worst smell yeah compared to what our favorite would be um so mm-hmm. this one will be interesting Alrighty, so I'm going to open this up with a story. Okay. Alright, my worst smell imaginable involves a place, right? This place was a long-term care facility in my hometown. Oh, my bad. Where people with severe mental disabilities were placed because their family either could not or would not take care of them. Okay. The only reason I ever went to this place was because uh, growing up, we had a group, we had several families in our church that would always get together and go Christmas caroling during the holiday season, right? So one of the families thought it would be a good idea to go Christmas caroling um, in a place with a bunch of vegetables, essentially. But... I I can't I have a hard time describing what this place smelled like. So imagine if you will uh stale adult diapers mixed with various bodily fluids that have come out of various orifices that have not been properly cleaned or sanitized in a month mixed with body odor of people who probably haven't showered in a month mixed with very poor ventilation. Mm. You you get the inability to sing because I'm choking and dry heaving in the back of the group. That was the worst smell. Like the air felt heavy. Like it 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 smelled it felt like I was physically breathing in this stench. Like it sat heavy. It went the smell went straight to your stomach. And yeah, I can't. I have a hard time. Like if, imagine if you if you peed in a diaper, right? Left it out for a month and then microwaved it, and then just put it in the middle of the room. That's fucking and disgusting. Then, <laughs> that's as close as I can get to describing what this smell is. And I have enough nephews and nieces and kids Mentally, who have been through diapers to know what a stale diaper smells like. Mental institution yeah. diapers. And not Basically. the and not the mental institution where the rich people would send their kids. Uh, like imagine, imagine it's barely earning enough state dollars to stay open. Mental institution. Ooh, yeah, that's rough. And before I get into mine, I will say, 
I will not say details on this situation, but I did um, visit, and, and we'll keep details out of this, but I did visit mm-hmm. a, a institution um, at one point for to see somebody, um, and that place did smell like that, uh, similarly to that. Um, it just, it smelled like depression. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. it was like shitty diapers and depression. Um what? So no. I, w- I was really hungry up until I started describing this, and now suddenly I'm not hungry anymore. Well, I'm going to help you out even more. So <laughs> mine is rotten meat. Um, imagine yeah. this, right? Get no back need from, to. Get back from tech school. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Get back from tech school, um, which is our, our training we go to in, in the military. While mm-hmm. I'm here, um, we had a, they had a 4th of July party at my house. Uh, I get back. It smells like like death. There's a if you ever smell something died or, or killed something or, or been around death in general, there's a yeah. distinct smell of death. Um, I got back and I thought a family of rats had died in my garage. Um, <laughs> it was the I would like I would purposely not go through the garage anymore because I thought the garage was like haunted or some shit because it smelled so fucking bad um i couldn't take it or let's say you go on vacation you forget to take that chicken or that beef or whatever you want oh out of your fridge out of your fridge and you come back to fucking maggot infested um meat that is the smell i'm talking about and it is fucking terrible so funny you should mention that. That happened to me uh, when I first moved into the apartment that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of thinking that my garbage disposal in my sink could handle uh, steak trimmings. And it couldn't. Ugh. Fat and steak got intertwined with the blades and stuck there. And it got wet. Ugh. So imagine the smell of rotting meat, but it's wet. My garbage disposal stank for like a week before I discovered what it was. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where almost my whole apartment smelled like rotting meat. And I know exactly what you're talking about because that happened to me more recently than I cared to imagine. Um, I had to call maintenance. I had to call building maintenance to come over and find out what the hell was happening. This guy, he he pulled a portion of the the drain off and he could see down there with a flashlight and he pulled out this long brown slimy booger looking thing and i instantly had this this reek this stench just hit me and he goes i think i found your problem there's a there's like a a, a, so colors it goes from like meat goes from like red to like kind of brown to brown right gray to gray to green and then mm-hmm. after green um i don't know how to explain the color yeah it, it, I, that, that's right about where mine was when he fished it out but even yeah. then even then i would still rather leave that in my sink than step foot in in this this mental facility again i i say that unreservedly because at the very least, I know what I'm smelling. 
I know this is the smell of meat. I know it's the smell of rotten meat, but at least I know what it was. With the other, with the other place, I didn't know what the fuck I was smelling. See, that's it. Just smelled. It just smelled bodily and ungodly. That's where I'll. I'll And I, I think that was. I think that was part of what made it so nasty is because I had no clue what it was. I could infer based on context clues, you know, based Mm -hmm. on where I was at. But me and um, another gentleman, Mark Reed, I'll never forget this guy. He and I physically had to leave the room. Because, like, apparently we were turning green. Like, you could tell we were just nauseous being in here. And the nurses, God bless them, they were just, like, run-of-the-mill. Like, this is their everyday work. I would never be able to do that. See, and people could deal with uh-uh. that. And for rotting meat, as soon as those maggots get that, get in there, hey, you ain't fucking dealing with any of that. Like, I didn't know for two months what was wrong with my garage. Um, One, that's kind of a hopeless feeling because you don't know what it is. Yeah. Two, well, that's how I was feeling because I was, I was putting soap. I was pouring dish detergent. I was doing yeah. the ice trick in my garbage disposal, and I could not, for the life of me, figure out where the hell the smell was coming from. I have a pretty strong stomach, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, very uh, fairly strong stomach, I would say. That is the closest I've ever gotten puking. That's the only time I think I've ever like really gagged to a smell. Um, it smelled like something was murdered in my garage and just left there, like. like I can only imagine that's what like John Wayne Gacy's basement smelled like is what <laughs> is is what uh is what my garage smelled like. Now nah, his basement smells like whenever you fart. Well, <laughs> no I've... wonder you have such a strong stomach because it's housing <laughs> death itself and it leaks out every time you I mean I lived with you for 4 years. I do. You unreservedly i say you have the worst gas of anyone i've ever known and my little brother for a period of years could clear a room you know why that was so <laughs> so, so the military uh, my, my roommate talked about this earlier uh yesterday um the military is the biggest group of functional alcoholics there is right yeah. now 100 the they... unhealthiest healthy people you'll ever meet exactly and a majority of the younger 20-somethings males, 30-somethings, are, are work out like crazy, you know, to mm-hmm. fight off the depression, um, mostly. So you get protein and beer fart mix. And my whole life has been, a uh, whole adult life basically, has been protein and beer fight, fart mix. And that's why my fart smells so bad. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. I would take myself in a car with that. In a fucking person from that hospital any day over no, smelling fucking rotten meat in a car right on the way home. You would not. You wouldn't you wouldn't survive that building. I promise you you would have upchucked. I promise you. I think you can get used to it after a while. I, you can get used to anything. Like, like while, anything. But. but this one physically made me nauseous. Yeah. Like, to the point where I had to leave the room. And I have a pretty strong stomach, too. Like, I ate head cheese without puking. I can handle most things, but that smell, that putrid... 
I don't even have words. I think putrid is as close to the appropriate word for this one. Because again, it's just you don't know what it is. Like what could possibly smell like that? I think that's a it's a a bunch of smells put together is what that is. Right? Yeah. That's what it's Yeah. It's, but a bunch of unknown smells. It's shit, piss, cum. Um, how fast can we get banned on YouTube? Is that. what I'm, I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit and piss and cum and <laughs> and oh, and just unkempt body odor and, and 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 saliva and just stale everything. Yeah, the well, smell of stale. What's the? I, I will say, and sorry, ladies, this is another one. This isn't obviously. When you walk into yeah. a bathroom um, to clean it when you're in a restaurant, this hasn't really become a debate, honestly. We kind of failed in the debate <laughs> this week. But, I, uh, I told you this is what it was going to end up being. Ah, eh, who cares? We're doing a... <laughs> we're still arguing sides, but... um, And you walk in and, you know, a lady has had her, her time. um, And they're not very hygienic about it. That shit's fucking disgusting. That is one of the worst smells of all time, too. Not as bad as rotten meat, but it ain't that much that's better. That's rotten fish. <laughs> what did the uh, I would what did the blind what did the blind guy meat, say? Though. What did the blind guy say when he walked past the fish market? Oh, this is uh, this is from a song. Ooh, morning, up, ladies. ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Gold 45 and two zigzags. Maybe that's all I need. Uh, well, it's a good thing we're not monetized. Otherwise, we would have been demonetized. Ah, fuck them. <laughs> if you get a, what I'll say is if you get offended by those jokes, you're a pussy. I'm sorry to say. Not even like a good, strong one. You're a right. loose, weak pussy. And, and if you live your life being offended by shit, you should probably rethink your life. That's all, you know, yeah. like shut the fuck up and be a person. Yeah. Like life's not that hard. So, uh, history lesson for, or not really a history lesson, but an entomology lesson. That should be a new segment. Entomology with O'Leary. Okay. Because I, because I love, uh, the history of words and like where words come from and the actual meanings of words. I don't know so, why, but I, it's just me being stupid. You didn't know what entomology meant? No. When you said <laughs> entomology, the first thing that popped in my in my head was the study of bugs. You're close. That's fucking weird. Why are yeah. you doing a bug lesson? <laughs> no, okay, so um I found out that when we call someone a pussy, right? The origin of the term pussy in that sense, we are not talking about female anatomy. And we're and we're no. not and we're not talking about cats either. That was the common um, misconception for the longest time was that we were calling you a scaredy cat or mm. a pussy cat, right? Mm -hmm. That's not the word either. Pussy is short for pusillanimous, right? Which, if you look that one up in the dictionary, means cowardly. Really? Yeah. So if you call someone a pussy, you're actually calling them a coward. And you know. How did you say it again? Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. I yep. am pusillanimous. Um, when it in regards to smelling 
dead meat. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> oh shit. Yep. Yeah, maybe we should make that a, a segment going forward. A word of the day or something. Entomology. Yeah, entomology with O'Leary. All right. Well, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> we'll we'll throw see, that one on the back. See where we can fit it in. Um, yeah. If you guys like that idea, you know, let us know in the comments. Let us know on yeah, the let us know uh, the YouTube. If uh, if you have a, a word you want us to to dig into, or you want to know the history of a word, I'll dig into it because that stuff actually is interesting to me. Yes. Like um like where people's last names are from, right? It's a it's also a really good um uh icebreaker. If you, if you can guess where someone's last name is from, yeah. Like, for example, if you guess that my last name, O'Leary, is Irish, then by golly, you're right, and suddenly we got something to talk about. That's true. You know what I mean? And I'm, uh, it wouldn't take I'm a genius the, to guess it. <laughs> I'm learning this in um, the interviews and interrogation. There's a section that we do called Building Rapport. Mm-hmm. Where you have to, you know, you have to come up with a connection. You got to make a connection with them, and the trick is to get them talking, asking open-ended questions, you know. And a lot of, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Let them talk eighty percent of the time. You spur the conversation by talking only twenty percent of the time. That's mm-hmm. how this segment works. But I've found in my rather limited experience right now that um, talking about names and where you're from is a really good icebreaker Mm. especially considering the first thing you do when you're interviewing a suspect or a victim or a witness is you get um uh demographical information from there right what's your name what's your social what's your date of birth that kind of stuff but if you can go from that to oh that's an interesting name where's that from right that's true one and suddenly easy yeah, um, it's a it's a use it in really every situation. it's a really good segue, and suddenly you get them talking about their family, family history, mm-hmm. right? The ins and outs, and you you want you eventually want to get them into talking about personal details, right? Because those personal details are what you're eventually going to use during the actual interrogation, mm-hmm. right? If you if you're having a conversation with especially a suspect. And you don't get anything more than a like and a dislike, maybe I've you failed as an interrogator, mm-hmm. right? You should theoretically be able to get to the point where you're getting intimate personal details about things, about people. Yes. So, which I you would uh, think you would think is a hard thing to do, right? Um, but if you're speaking to people at just like a, as a person. Most people want to talk about themselves. That's just a yeah. fact. Most people want to tell you about themselves. Most people are are very yeah. um. I want to say self centered. What's the word? Um. I can't think. Of narcissistic. Narcissistic. Hedonistic. Uh, narcissistic. Egotistical. Um. Right. Most people are like that. So well, you, I I think I think you, it has less to do with narcissism and more to do with. Everyone knows how to talk about themselves. That's true too. It's not it's not like I'm trying to have you talk to me about cars or something, some other topic that I may or may not actually know a lot about. You're talking about yourself. 
So and you you know how to talk about yourself. You are the you know, expert of yourself, right? I'm you're that that's very well said. Yeah, yeah, you are the expert in self, unless you got multiple personalities, in which case, good luck. Yeah, then you're jack of all <laughs> trades. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're jack of all. So yeah, that was that was uh, it, an unintentional segue that mm -hmm. I, I made there. But yeah, segways, dude. Segways is the name of the game when it comes to the rapport section of an interview. And you know. They're like mopeds I'm, and fat chicks. Everyone likes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a segue to "You Laugh, You Lose" because I think we're pretty much done with this debate. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really debate much. Let us know who won, but neither of us actually lost. Uh, but do yeah. tell us uh, what you think is the worst smell, and then put your top five best smells. We haven't actually said that before in the comments yeah. of the YouTube or, or in the, the emails. Toss us your top five. Um, best smells toss them in the chats when we're love on to hear twitch it. it would be awesome and while and while you're at it we would love to hear your ideas for future themes we'd love to hear your ideas for um debate topics like we've mentioned our uh our top five our don't get me started and our debates are all kind of kind of follow a theme but themes are a little bit more difficult than you might think to come up with so um we can brainstorm all we want but at the end of the day most of the best ideas come from people who are able to kind of step out of the role a little bit and um, somebody who brings a different uh, background, a different lifestyle. Y'all have different um, perspectives on things. We would love to hear your ideas um, and we'd love to talk about them. I would say eventually we Maybe would laugh like, about them. We would like this to be uh, once we have enough of a, a um, fandom or, or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, we would like this to be somewhat of a uh, community-run show. Yeah, as in community-run, we mean uh, you can supply us with these, and then we we go off your topics all the and everything. all the input. Yeah, the input, all the videos. Yeah, uh, for the most part, um, all of this we would we would love to, be, to come from the community. Maybe get a Discord started and have you guys do the videos there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do we do treasure our our uh community our listeners and our viewers yeah and the easiest way to stay involved is either to email us at doublefeedpodcast.gmail.com or comment on the youtube videos because these do all uh go on youtube or actually you know what uh if you do watch on twitch if you want to watch live on twitch Toss us a follow and turn on your notifications. You'll get notified every time we go live. And then come in here and chat with us live. We do a we usually do a pretty good job of keeping our uh, live audience involved as best mm -hmm. we can. Um, we've had some great y'all have been able to spur on some great conversations. Uh, so I want to say a, a shout out to a couple of our more. uh consecutive listeners we we appreciate you guys thank you for for supporting us the way you do we would appreciate it if you continue to uh participate the way you guys have been so with that before we move on to our you laugh you lose section this is where we will bid adieu to our podcast listeners because it makes zero sense for you guys to try and do a you laugh you lose challenge when you can't watch it along with us that's the truth you know I mean? But if you if you are one of our podcast listeners, 
and you think, hey, maybe I do want to see what these dorks are up to with You Laugh, You Lose, swing on over to YouTube or Rumble. We are on both. Uh, and then you can watch along with us. Follow us on all the things. Give us, uh, I think there's like stars and shit you can give us. You know, if you want to give us a five star, that'd be cool. If you want to comment, give us a that'd like, hit the bell. That'd be cool. It's free. It only helps us. Um, tell your, mm-hmm. which we haven't said before, tell your friends about us. Um, mm-hmm. I would say specifically the veteran community uh, might get our humor just as much as you do, uh, along with people who like, you know, somewhat of a, a dark humor or a a uh, kind of fucked up humor. Um, dark humor is like food. Not everybody gets it. Yeah. And I, I have a, <laughs> I have no filter uh, and, and neither do either of us on this podcast. So. We do appreciate you guys. Um, And we'll see you next week for a longer podcast. Yeah. All right. Bye. See ya. And then for the rest of y'all. The rest of you fuckers. (laughs) Our visual audience, (laughs) who for some reason likes to watch us, considering how ugly we both are. Yeah. Like you said, faces Uh, for radio. (laughs) Faces for radio. Damn right. Um... And a face only a mother could love. <laughs> <laughs> we skipped around a lot on this, so I don't know how many of these I've actually played. So I'm going to start up here. I guess we will figure it out. One sec. Oh, I got to... Uh, one sec. Pop over, over the sound. Yeah. Uh, did you get Pounders' submissions and my other submissions? I did, yes. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, ready? Bong schlong, huh? (laughs) I don't know if this is funny or not. I'm going to swap these real quick. Let's see what we got.